Welcome to Live from 495. On this podcast, we interview business owners from the 495 Beltway. We not only learn what they do and how they do it, but we take a dive into how they impact our community. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Live from 495. I'm your host, Ty Jordan, and today my guest is DJ L. Sid from DJ L. Sid Entertainment in Boston. What's going on, guys? Happy to be here. Awesome. How was the ride up? It was smooth. Uh, pretty much the opposite of uh, rush hour traffic. So, I don't know if it's me being used to the uh, golden age of the vid, but... Uh, I'm just stunned every time I see the level of traffic these days. Yeah, it's uh, it is a little unexpected because you would think that a lot of uh, people are still working from home, but it it'll fool you sometimes. You're like, wow, that seems pretty normal out here. <laughs> I'm just in the I'm in the habit now. I'm like, oh, I got like 15 minutes to get there, and now with traffic back. You better better add another 10 minutes to that drive. Exactly. <laughs> I made sure to leave extra early for you. <laughs> Appreciate it. I appreciate you being here. So uh, just let the listeners know who you are. How'd you get started with uh, DJ L. Sid Entertainment? Yeah, so my name is Sid. That's short for Sydney. Um, but uh, my DJ alias is DJ L. Sid. And uh, back before I started my business, um, that was just what I would go by, you know, in the club scene, the bar scene all the way back to college when I started. Um, and then over the years, uh, I just it just got more serious. Um, I was actually doing some IT work out, uh, when I got out of college um, for a couple startups. And I was always, I was DJing on the side, so it was my side hustle. And, um, you know, as you kind of climb the ladder in the scene, it becomes less of a side hustle more of a main hustle so I eventually like took that all the way and started the official DJ Elsid Entertainment in 2019 actually officially full-time so that's a little short story for that that's awesome uh you got in right on time right before the world started to fall apart so <laughs> right I was like, what could possibly go wrong? You know, I'm thinking of all, I'm weighing everything. I'm like, you know what? This seems like a great idea. Nothing could possibly go wrong. If something does, it would have to be astronomically crazy. Uh-huh. Like the whole world shutting down? And, yep. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> Just on what I know about the business, it seems like you guys pivoted pretty well. Is that the case? So, yeah, I would say so. I mean, I've always been one to kind of explore all avenues of the music business um, because if if you insert yourself as part of the music business, you have to learn. To me, you have to learn about all parts of it. And uh, for the longest time, uh, I mean, prior to the pandemic, I've, my main focus has been live DJing. Like, I'm either in a club on the radio, uh, at a wedding, a private event, literally in front of turntables with an audience. That's been my main focus. And uh, the pandemic forced me to pivot, um, pivot that business to do more like audio production and, you know, vocal engineering, beat making um, and things like that. And uh, it really opened my eyes to, you know, that 
kind of unexplored realm of music because um, DJs like myself don't really dive into that unless you have a lot of time on your hands. Yep. You know, I'll be real. Um, it's been something that like I've always wanted to try, but has just, I've just never had the time because I've been out gigging here, gigging there, like meeting with this uh, vendor, meeting with that venue and uh, the pandemic kind of slowed everything down for everyone. So um, I was able to really sit down and kind of hone in on that new craft. That's awesome. And to me, it shows like it shows not only you're a master of your craft, but like all the work you put in, it's everywhere. Social media between Instagram, Facebook, you know, even on LinkedIn, there's such a strong presence, you know, for your business. And that's not something that grows overnight. So, I mean, the time you put in, it shows for real. I appreciate that, especially the LinkedIn part, because I think I'm slacking on that. <laughs> no, it's all right. Like, you know, the it's so funny how fast one post, like, I'll put a post up, like, for, for different things once a month, and I'll see that grow just because I'm connected to so many people. Yep. So, yeah. it doesn't take much as long as you have a strong connection base there hey i guess the link linkedin game is strong so <laughs> i'll take your word for it. i need to post <laughs> more to that though honestly yeah no it's a, i mean social media is a lot to keep up with and you know as it you really know, is it's kind of like homework now yeah, it yeah. used to be fun <laughs> back when instagram was just pictures yeah <laughs> homework was never fun for me <laughs> right it's like oh man now this especially because you have all you have all these different ones that are popping like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. I mean, obviously, TikTok is like the hot ticket in my industry right now. Sure. Uh, I still haven't fully learned it just because I don't like, just as soon as I start to have to post the same thing or a similar thing to th like over two or three different platforms, it becomes a task to me and it just really it gets annoying. I'm like, man, I wish I had a guy for this. Uh, oh, I'm <laughs> telling girl. you. I mean, <laughs> any social media expert out there is probably making a killing. Right. right. Yeah. Uh, so just off of uh, what I know about the business and, you know, what I know about you, I'm very interested in knowing how you got started. Like, was DJing, like, always the thing for you? Were you walking around the living room at, like, age five <laughs> with a couple turntables? Like, how'd you get into the business? You know, I wish I could say that. I wish I could be one of those DJs that was like, yeah, ever since I was like eight years old, you know, I was like spinning little tight parties, yeah. you know, in preschool and whatnot. <laughs> but no, nah, that wasn't the case. Um, I mean, I've always loved music. Sure. Um, my mom was very into different genres of music, always had like, MTV, BET, VH1 on literally all the time. And uh, we, I guess she, she said we used to kind of park in front of the TV and just watch music videos all day, and it would kind of calm me. Sure. Like just the music and the visuals together would calm me, I guess. Don't really remember that too much, but I'll take her word for it. And um, But DJing really didn't get started until I would say... 2009 so about my junior year in college i graduated from bentley over in waltham which nice. is my hometown and uh 
you know, not the biggest party school. It wasn't like a UMass Amherst or anything like that. Pretty, pretty prestigious, though. I mean. Yeah, yeah. For business, <laughs> uh, I my my mind my goal was at the time was like, man, I want to go to a place that's going to get me a good job. And long story short, yeah, I got a, a few cool jobs, but I'm still in debt. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, aren't we all right. one, one way or the other? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but. You know, if I didn't go to Bentley, I wouldn't have discovered DJing. And so, um, you know, we would throw some some cool parties, you know, like we they wouldn't be like the most legal parties in terms of like the housing and stuff. They'd be in the dorms. You know, you're not supposed to have like crazy parties in the dorms, but we did them anyway. Um, and, you know, my roommates and I would just we would always divvy up the tasks. All right. Who's going to get this? Who's going to make that? Um, who's inviting people like, and then there was always like, all right, well, who's going to do the music? And I'm like, I just kind of volunteered myself Mm -hmm. just like, I know a lot of good music. Like I'll do it. And my collection was pretty good. You know, I was just off the school laptop. Like it was like an old HP and, uh, just on iTunes had a pretty cool library of music. Um, that I had collected over the years and I would just kind of park myself in the corner of those parties and just play the music. And it would, it would be start and stop, you know, not too exciting, but like back then I feel like you could get away with that. Like no one really expected you to have a DJ at one of those parties. They just wanted good music. And so when you were just, when you had someone there kind of just playing good song after good song after good song, it's almost as good as having a DJ. So that's how I kind of got started. And I would just kind of like survey the room after like each song played just to see what the reaction would be. And, you know, is that a hit? Is that a miss? Maybe I should change it. Things like that. Um, and after a few good parties, a few of my friends were like, hey, like you might want to take this kind of semi-serious. And I was like, all right, well. We'll see. At first, I was like, nah, this is just for fun. This is for fun. I just like music. But um, long story short, I uh, I sought out a mentor um, who was a DJ for the Bentley Falcons basketball team. Um, and, yeah, without getting too, too far into it, um, he took me under his wing, kind of, taught me the ins and outs of DJing, setting up equipment and stuff. And it was just all real intriguing to me. It was cool to balance like on the side of my school and eventually my work. And uh, that's kind of how, how it got started. That's straight, great. Straight from the dorm room parties. I love it. You know, sitting here is just, I can, I can see the passion. And uh, word around the campfire is that where there's passion and business, also tremendous success. So I, I believe you're on your way. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, And yeah, I mean, just to be able to have a passion, I feel like is a blessing because you ask a ton of people like, hey, like, what do you love? Yeah. You know, besides like your family and your loved one and pizza, pizza and (laughs) your cat or whatever. I mean, those are all great things. But like, what do you love doing? That's a hard question you to know, answer. Not many people can answer that. And no. like, I ask my friends sometimes too, and they're like, I don't, I don't know. Like, 
what do you mean? I'm like, what do you love doing that you would just like, if you were kind of trapped on an Island for the rest of your life and you could do one thing, Mm -hmm. what would it be? They don't really know. But for me, it's DJing or some form of, of music. My answer doesn't change. It's slinging IT. There you go. I mean, I figured that. I figured that. I mean, I walked in this building and I saw the passion. So, no, it's it's great. I, uh, you know, it's I have the same drive as you do, and uh, we we come from you know similar places, and it's it's funny how those connections are made, but uh, truly, truly great. One of the biggest things I notice is that you know, as your operation grows. Are you seeing more traffic along the 495 Beltway? Like, how how close are you coming all the way to Rhode Island? So, I do a few things in Rhode Island. Um, I've done a few weddings. Um, I actually have a, a, a relationship with, like, a pretty cool relationship with a venue in Rhode Island in Warwick, actually. I don't know if you've heard of Harbor Lights. Yes, I have. Yeah. Um, so... I wouldn't say I'm like a preferred vendor there, but I'm still kind of working on it. Um, You're on the list. I'm like potentially on the list, I guess. <laughs> I don't know if I am on the list. There's, I've never, fun fact, prefer being on the preferred vendor list is like a DJ's dream if you're in the wedding industry at all. And fun fact, I think I'm on like close to 15 lists, but I've only actually seen one actual list. Okay. Everyone else kind of just says, yeah, you're on there. Keep you guessing. Can I see it? (laughs) (laughs) But uh, Harbor Lights was actually one of the first ones to kind of take in an outsider per se, AKA someone not from Rhode Island. Um, And the reason I kind of, ended up there one time is um, just through you mentioned growing your business and Mm -hmm. over the years um, growing the wedding and mobile event side of my business has been a priority um, just because that's where a lot of my revenue comes in Uh, and I just love doing them Uh, you know very high pressure kind of like one chance events yeah. You kind of have to nail it the first time. It's stressful, but it's very rewarding after you do it. You're like, wow, I just knocked that out of the park. They're going to remember this day for the rest of their lives type of thing. You know, that, That's extraordinary. Like, And I've seen it with some of the videos that you showed, too. Like, you know, just from seeing everything in our group, it was just huge to see, you know, the reactions on people's faces. Like, you can see the joy. And like, yeah. it's, it's a memory that's there that they're taking in in that moment. And that's, that's one of the powerful things that, you know, you do in your industry. Oh yeah. The visual aspect is very important. We're a very, <clears throat> sometimes showing is more effective than telling people about your business. You know, like we could sit here and people could be wondering your listeners like, Oh, I wonder like what this guy actually does. You know, I would encourage people to check out my website, www.djlsidboston.com. And the video Ty is talking about is there along with others. And once you see that, it's definitely like, Oh, that, you Mm -hmm. know, I could, I could try to describe it the best I could 
just you watching a visual is really going to bring it home for you. And that goes for anyone, someone like you, any of the listeners or um, potential bride and groom, potential mm-hmm. wedding couples and things like that. It really goes a long way. Um, but really quick, I wanted to finish my Harbor Lights thought. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. Keep going. I got a history of Harbor Lights. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious about that. Um, <laughs> but basically, you know, the the way I approach weddings is especially venues where I'm there for the first time, I really make a strong effort to stand out and to, you know, make myself, put myself in the position, in a great position where at the end of the night, even the staff is going to say, hey, that was great. We loved working with this person. We should have them back and recommend them to all our couples. That's really the goal because, you know, chances are, unless you really suck, mm-hmm. like you're, you're, the couple that hired you isn't going to, you know, trash you or anything or say, yeah. you know, they're going to, they picked you, they hired you for a certain reason probably because of your ability. And at the end of the night, of course, they're going to say, that was great. Thank you so much. Best DJ ever. Da, 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 da. But why the preferred vendor list is so valuable is because these these venues, these managers see hundreds of DJs come in and do all sorts of things. And, you know, it's one thing to kill the party, right? You, you want to kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to do well for the couple but for me especially when i've been to some place for my first time i want to make an effort to work well with the with the staff shout them out thank them for their service um coordinate and communicate with the manager so that they're not running around and having to do extra work i have all my things in line and so at the end of the day let's just say the crowd wasn't feeling me right mm-hmm. Which pretty much never happens but let's just say that <laughs> if i worked well with the staff and at the end of the day they say hey you know the dance floor may not have been super packed but it was a pleasure working with you that's still a win that's huge you know, you know it's it's a testament to you going above and beyond right like uh, you could go in and one and done all of these gigs if you want. Kind of forget people, forget names, don't really, you know, do go in, do your job and get out. There's a lot of there's a lot of those companies. I'm not one of them. Um I try to to stand out and to make the experience great for not only the couple but everyone else. It's a team effort. Mm-hmm. I'm just part of the puzzle. Sure. There's servers, there's managers, there's other vendors, photo booth, there's photographers. I work closely with them, videographers, florists, cake people. Like, we're all a piece of the puzzle. So if I can do something to make the experience better overall for everyone, I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like that's why I have got on quite a few lists. I would say it's a pretty good amount of lists um and i try to keep in touch with those people and say hey like i haven't talked to you in a while i'd love to grab coffee or i'll send them a little gift box or something with some cool items um and just kind of keep the relationship going and over the years that has something like harbor lights has 
enabled me to come back to Rhode Island more than I would have if I didn't do that and and kind of establish that type of reputation from my first time there, you know. That's truly tremendous. And I can't wait to see you expand more. Like, as I drive through the 495 Beltway, I'm going to see a lot of, uh, I want to see more DJL Sid signs. Maybe we'll get a billboard. I'm telling you. I want one of those LED billboards that changes uh, images. I can see it. <laughs> I can see it. It's coming. Coming soon. Soon enough. Soon yep. enough. I need sponsors. So anyone out there. <laughs> I love it. So uh, what's one way for our listeners to get a hold of you that you prefer? So for me, um, I would say if you want to just check out what I do, um, a great way to do that is to check out my Instagram. It's very active, which is um, at DJ Elsid at DJ E-L-S-I-D. Or check out my website, which is www.djlsidboston.com. Um, you'll find pictures, videos, reviews, you know, my resume, things like that. Um, but yeah, if you want to kind of see what I do and kind of see what I've done at past events and just see how I control dance floors and treat the business, I'm very active on Instagram. So that would probably be the best spot. Right on. You got any uh, pro tips or advice for our listeners? If you're someone looking to book a DJ, really kind of my advice would be to see for yourself what they do. Meet them in person. Don't always go off of what they say. Um, kind of try to experience them either through a video or at one of their events um, to really get, like, really understand their vibe. And if that's something that that meshes with you, then it's probably a good fit. Um, but I, I wouldn't recommend, there's a lot of kind of, like, blind, you know, marketing out there where it's just like, yep, on paper this looks great, and that high-resolution Photoshop picture looks awesome too, but what actually happens yep. when you're in front of a crowd. That's what matters. I agree. Yeah. I love it. Sid, it's been awesome to have you here. Thank you for coming to Live from 495. We appreciate you, and I know the listeners will too. Anything else you want to add before we step off? Yeah, just check out those those uh, links that I mentioned. Uh, Ty, this was awesome. Thank you. Um, hope to be back soon. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, yeah, maybe uh, I'll see you guys on a dance floor near me sometime. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm definitely. We've got to get Ty in the club. I'm definitely. <laughs> if it's if it's right before my bedtime, I'm there. <laughs> 8 p.m. clubs. I can't wait. <laughs> Thank you, everybody out there, for listening to another great episode of Live in 495. We hope to see you in the future. Thank you for listening to Live from 495. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And don't forget to check out some other great episodes.